0: Welcome everyone to the 23rd episode of Unboxing Stories, this is Shivam Hasurkar. It's said that do every work with dedication and sincerity. You will definitely get what you are aiming for. Today's guest is one such sincere friend of mine. Please allow me to introduce Ninad Kire. He has completed his Computer Science Engineering from KIT's College of Engineering in 2021 and currently working with Persistent Systems as a Software Engineer. This guy is very much polite, sincere, and self-absorbed. At first, he was a bit reluctant in doing this podcast, but we all know there is always a first time for something. Today was one of the first times he he has addressed something in open. And after the recording, he said to me that it definitely did boost his confidence overall. Along with bringing all the people who have a lot to say, my motto will also be to include people who do not express much but have a lot to say and certainly in some way help them to gain confidence in public speaking. Let's get right into this simple episode with him.
1: Thank you for having me on this podcast.
0: Yes, it's my pleasure to have you. We have been planning this for a very long time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but due to some unavoidable circumstances, we were not able to record your episode. But yeah, finally I have got you and let's go through all the experiences that you had throughout engineering so i i want to begin why did you choose to come into a specific branch of study uh, which almost i believe like lots of students take every year engineering so why did you even decided to come in the same field
1: uh, from the very beginning i had interest in science and technology mm-hmm. so naturally i took engineering yeah and Since I was having interest in internet and like technology stuff, so I decided to take computer science engineering.
0: Oh, nice. Basically what the way I remember you, you were from the diploma batch and uh, we all came through directly 11-12 standard and to first year and four years of engineering. You had three years of engineering, we were four years of engineering, (laughs) I believe that 80% of the engineers who come to engineering colleges maybe more than that uh, go through the 11-12 standard path. Yes. Why do you choose to take the other path? How was it beneficial for you?
1: Uh, When I passed uh, 10 standard like taking engineering was like I have fixed like Mm -hmm. I need to take engineering. Definitely. So -hmm. instead of going through the 11-12 standard path. And okay. giving competitive exams like CET, JEE. GE, I all decide, like. mm-hmm. I thought like it will be beneficial if I take diploma, mm-hmm. uh, because after diploma we get directly admission into engineering.
0: Yes, but and was th- it like beneficial in terms of uh, curriculum? Cause yeah, if think, if we are thinking about it, eleven, twelve standard, what we studied was physics, chemistry, maths. Yes. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing else than that, and that too sitting here right now I can see that the chemistry or the physics that I studied was never applied anywhere uh, unless I am willing to go into research field or something like that so which was not my aim was it beneficial to take diploma what was the curriculum for diploma
1: Uh, actually when I took a decision to take diploma instead of 11th and 12th uh, at that time uh, taking diploma was quite popular
0: oh, Uh, which mm -hmm. is
1: not the case right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Yes, it is true that uh, the curriculum of diploma is very similar to that of engineering. Mm -hmm. But after doing diploma, I feel that like, it could have been better if uh, I would have chosen the 1112 standard path. path. Why so? (laughs) (laughs) Because like, in diploma, although the subjects are very similar, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know, at that point of uh, t- level or uh, when you are just out of ten standard hmm. at that point you don't have that kind of maturity to you know understand those subjects okay and although diploma has a very similar curriculum, the level of subjects and you know overall the course doesn't expect students to be like to take those subjects the to concept. understand those hmm. subjects uh, to that depth
0: yeah I got it but dividing in those three years what were you taught on actual basis like you you had decided to choose uh, computer science engineering itself so you took relating subjects in diploma
1: uh, yes i took uh, information technology
0: uh, okay uh, major in mm-hmm. diploma
1: uh, because like various colleges have their like different uh, curriculums. Like yeah, got some it. colleges have information technology, some colleges have computer science. Hmm. So like uh, the curriculum remains mostly same.
0: Okay, but what was throughout those three years of engineering? Uh,
1: so the subjects were like in the first year was common for all trades. Okay. Uh, hmm. Like we get uh, regular subjects like maths, physics, chemistry. Basics. Yes, hmm. basic subjects. Hmm. Uh, even English and all. Okay. Huh so after that we were like having basic programming uh, subjects like c uh, c then html and after that we were having c++ java basic data structures okay but and even mm-hmm. uh, by the uh, end of like second year and third year we were having subjects like distributed systems and
0: Oh, that would be tough then. Yes, because <laughs> these were subjects for us were like in third year. Yes, and still we were not able to grasp each and everything yes. from those subjects. Yes. Those were like the hardest subject we ever had.
1: Also, we were having those assignments and all that we had to write,
0: mm. like several pages long. Mm-hmm. It wasn't relevant, but yes, it wasn't that helpful. Yes, yes. But uh, do you think somewhere like? after going through 11-12 standard the competitive exams like you said CET or JE or or any other uh, CET for any other state let's say Uh, and going through diploma what do you think has the higher chance of getting a better college I, I believe that going from diploma there are a very few number of students who take diploma scoring high percentage and getting into IITs or NITs through diploma maybe I don't know
1: Uh, Yes. So, like, even if you are having, like, even if you want to study or, like, even if you want to go in depth, Mm -hmm. uh, then what happens is that, like, when you are doing diploma, after some part of time, due to this assignments and all, this submissions and all, uh, and even the subjects are having very theoretical. Yeah. Like, the subjects are very theoretical. Mm -hmm. So, what happens is that, like, most students end up, like, uh, just... Mugging up all the subjects and okay. just mm. uh, just doing the study only for the sake of exams and scoring for, marks. Yes, mm. and as the subjects are very theoretical mm. and uh, you have like proper descriptive uh, papers, it okay. becomes very difficult for it becomes very difficult to like score good marks mm-hmm. because like you don't have any like MCQ questions.
0: Yes, yes.
1: When you take diploma, like amount of so as compared to the CET or JE so like when you are taking diploma the your scope becomes very narrow
0: okay got it yeah when we did eleven, twelve 12 standard uh, comparatively yes we were like open to everything yes even after uh, 12 standard we could go to any other different branch if we had changed mind or something but in 10 standard once you decide no you want to go for uh, computer science engineering or let's say mechanical engineering then you'll take diploma major that in that way and then you have to follow the same major in engineering also so in at the age of 16 itself you have to decide that which uh, which field you want to do career and which is a bit like hard to do yeah so overall the diploma journey seems to be fruitful, <laughs> but it's it depends again. Yes. Person to person. Yeah. Moving on, uh, what were your expectations? You already had these subjects that we had for second year and third year of engineering, data structures, object oriented programming, and all this in diploma itself. So you had a built up a base of uh, let's say engineering in your diploma itself what was your expectations before joining an engineering college directly were there any expectations like uh, i'm not going to study anymore or (laughs) i'm going to enjoy engineering or academic wise
1: like everyone sees in like sci-fi movies or so like we expect that after completing the engineering course like we will be able to like hack some (laughs) social media networks or like we will Mm -hmm. be able to create a startup or so So initially, I was thinking the same, but like as we continued the engineering journey, Hmm. so the reality started hitting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, you came in with the expectations that after three years of uh, second, third, fourth year of engineering, you'll be able to hack anything. (laughs) Okay, but yeah, uh, how was your Like your first year of engineering and our second year of engineering because we are already had gone through first year of engineering which was combined combination of all the fields of engineering itself civil there was one subject from civil electrical mechanical production biotechnology and all these subjects even from C A C I T one subject and then physics chemistry maths so M1 M2 M3 We we had gone through this and you directly Uh, came in in the second year That to a bit late I guess second year semester starts from first semester starts from like June, July July first week or second week or so and you guys join in a bit late that is September first week there are already groups already groups are from and when you come in do you feel a bit like left out or new to the city kind of thing?
1: definitely (laughs) <laughs> when we joined engineering uh, in direct second year hmm. uh, it was very difficult for us for the first couple of months to get
0: uh, along with everyone yes and that tag dsy yes. <laughs> direct second year
1: <laughs> that tag was there with us since uh,
0: throughout till, engineering uh, we passed out <laughs> <laughs> dsy well uh, do you think uh, joining directly through that diploma course uh in the second year was advantageous for you Because second year, I guess we repeated the subjects that you already did in Diploma. Uh,
1: Yes. So like as we did the Diploma, so most of the subjects that were there in the second year Mm -hmm. were like uh, we had already uh, done with those subjects. But one uh, difference that I noticed is that uh, uh, the depth of the subjects was uh, higher uh, in Engineering as compared to Diploma. Mm Uh, even basic subjects like c c++ and even data structures yeah. and all so those subjects uh, were having higher depth mm-hmm. and like uh, the points that we uh, or the chapters that we never completed or never uh, never even studied in okay. diploma mm-hmm. were like uh, were like very important in engineering oh
0: mm-hmm. so we were kind of at the same level yes to, but like
1: since we completed diploma like we were having a little advantage over there because we already were accustomed to the like assignments and all mm, those submissions.
0: Mm. Oh, <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> yes. Nice, nice.
1: And also since we comp- uh, we were having some experience of programming, it was mm. better for us to learn like advanced subjects and concepts because like okay. other people were not having enough understanding.
0: Few people were really struggling yes. to get through those um subjects basically uh, unix was kind of one subject which was really tough and then as you said uh, operating systems was okay but in third year uh, the subjects that were there compilers and all those things that that was tough for us yes. and a lot of us struggled mostly mm, going on like uh, what do you think when you entered the college uh, in second year directly and in terms of let's keep academics a better side. to uh, get along with the entire class how much did you had to struggle uh, i i remember it might be happening with every batch the dsy students would make their own group <laughs> of course definitely and even like
1: even like we were having a separate batch
0: that's like what i i was S4, going to say before i, think. S4 a, S4 or, a, B4, I yes. guess and this happens because uh, already the roll num- numbers are given up, uh, yes. like to name wise, and you don't get a chance to mix with those. If if at all you guys were divided in the entire ba- batch, all throughout all four batches, it would have been helpful. But you guys were created with a different batch altogether.
1: And actually, the worst part of that batch was that, like we were like uh, in that batch, there were only the direct second year people, mm-hmm. and the. Uh, and the dropped out students.
0: Um, backlogged students. Uh, yes. The students who had got a year back. Yes. Okay. So okay. all those YD students <laughs> were there with us.
1: So like naturally teachers were also not very enthusiastic hmm. when it came got to it. like uh, practical of our badge.
0: Oh, okay. This was about... I, I didn't understand that ever. <laughs> so yeah uh, what do you what what is your opinion like from the knowledge that we get inside a classroom and outside the classroom and what difference does it make overall in your in in, in career basically uh,
1: basically the knowledge that we get from like attending classes and all is like very uh, low as compared mm-hmm. to the knowledge uh, that we get from like practical hands-on experience, mm. um, mostly because in lecture, like there are so many students out there, and most of us are not in a uh, are not simply there uh, mentally. Most <laughs> of us are like simply there, say for the sake of attendance. attendance. And, like, yeah. Like, yeah. If you see, like, we uh, the knowledge that we get per hour, or mm. like if we do some such kind of calculations, uh, then like attending classes and all is not much uh, beneficial, beneficial in terms of everyone. Yes. But yes, if, uh, if your teacher is like very motivated and if the teacher is trying hard to mm-hmm. like, uh, teach students,
0: mm-hmm. then
1: in that case, it might be different story. But yes. since like the number of students is large, then yeah. that, that is a pain point.
0: Even in a class of like, let's say, we had 60 students in each class, yes. everyone's intellectual capacity is different. Some may be on a very base level of what the concept is being taught. And some might have already done the, that in, <laughs> uh, in at home or in some other way. So everyone's, all the 60 students, everyone's intellectual capacity is different. And the teacher should ideally teach from being... Perspective of college they should teach the basic level because everyone in the classroom should understand what is being taught So there comes a limitation that the students who have already known the topic Let's like say data structures or object oriented programming
1: generally first benches.
0: generally first benches. So they feel left out a bit that why to pay attention we already know it considering that if we are studying alone or with a limited group of people we can study more than what we can grasp through a, a one-hour lecture basically um, but yeah do you think uh, like this more practical oriented or application oriented as you said is being followed nowadays we were from autonomous college and comparing autonomous and university pattern the university pattern is like ages old <laughs> so this is this was more beneficial to you or do you think it should be more application oriented
1: uh, yes uh, there are some subjects like operating system or like compiler construction so such topics are like uh, theory oriented mm-hmm. so for teaching those kind of topics like a lecture is a must so like we cannot do any practical for that mm-hmm. but uh for subjects that are practical like programming languages or yes. like such subjects hmm. so those subjects like should be only taught in a lab or like where students are getting a hands-on experience yeah that because like uh, for us also there was lectures of C and Java
0: in class in we class. used to uh, write program I saw people writing programs on pen and paper so uh, like
1: that like distracts like
0: it's a disconnect yes basically got it got it um in general to keep up with the current trends like the curriculum of uh, colleges any college in india is not designed to be um keeping up with the trends that industry is following right now we are taught all the basic subject and the age old subject like let's consider for just for example see um the programming languages we are taught C C++ Java and Python that too in very shallow level we were not taught Python in a deep level too which is currently one of the most trending languages uh, accepted by many uh, like used by many projects throughout companies multinational companies and there are few more languages which are like oriented purpose oriented but are currently in way more trending status than these age-old languages so what do you do to keep up with the, these trends, like big data, web three, uh, cybersecurity, all these things, what, what do you follow? Uh,
1: although languages such as C, C++ are like age old, hmm. but it is very important for the student to learn them because like they course, provide like the basic fundamental Conceptual knowledge. Uh, yes, so once uh, you know those subjects, uh, mm. Once you are like familiar with them, then you can like, uh, instead of like being dependent on external entities like college or university, like we should like learn, uh, learn by ourselves. By, Self-learning. Like, mm. Yes. By like, by using like tools like YouTube mm. and even like if you want to take courses, you can like, there are so many platforms available. Yeah. Even we can take like paid certifications and all.
0: Mm, of course, of course. Any specific channel that you follow from YouTube, uh, <laughs> Any anything on top of your mind?
1: Like there are numerous channels, but mm. the most recent uh, channel that I used is like, it is Coding with Harry or something.
0: Oh, i have I heard about it. I don't remember the mm-hmm. exact name. Harish, Harish, I guess. Uh,
1: yes, ah. yes. the name is Code with Harry. Okay.
0: okay. I,
1: uh, I completed a few playlists of mm. uh, that channel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: For React, React oh, and nice. web development.
0: Nice. But there are uh, so many channels like. Okay, I got it. Uh, due to this lockdown phase entirely and COVID phase, uh, most of us, most of the world has shifted to online platforms. This Coursera uh, and uh, Udemy all got a trend up. Uh, like rose like anything in these periods so how was lockdown for you what did you do throughout those major eight months and entirely if considering we spent almost like one and a half year of engineering last at home itself so how was it for you
1: Uh, when the lockdown started we were like very happy and like we were like uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) no exams
1: (laughs) yes but like later, as time passed on, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: we started getting serious about it. Yeah. Like since colleges are all were closed, I had to start learning myself. Mm-hmm. Initially, I did some projects in Android. Oh, nice. Along with because there, as there were no lectures, mm-hmm. like there were there was a lot of time available. Yes. So I did some projects. Mm-hmm.
0: Through this uh, self learning yes. course or udemy or and YouTube. even
1: if you are not following any tutorial or such as such mm. on YouTube or any platform uh, even going through the documentation of uh, any platform that you want to build
0: okay say
1: Android mm. or mm. even mm. react mm. that will help you because uh, when you see the actual documentation mm. like you get like a lot more understanding of that particular Uh, platform
0: definitely Um, after this lockdown phase we directly when everything moved on to online and we had to face our placements entirely interviews uh, coding rounds through this online mode itself when basically after those brief three four months period where everything was shut down no one was doing anything but after that period Everything resumed, but not physically in online mode. And we directly had to go into placement to get uh, uh, to secure a good job. What was it for you? Like, even mentally, how was that phase?
1: Uh, even because of lockdown and all, like, we were not
0: feeling that kind of going back to college or uh, yes. in that uh, studying mentality like was the gone. the
1: kind of pressure that students mm-hmm. feel uh, mm-hmm. for physical interviews. Yes. Hmm. Like we were not having that kind of uh,
0: pressure, gutted. Yes. How was your uh, placement journey?
1: So the placement journey was quite simple for me. Hmm. Uh, initially, for, I remember that uh, I gave, we gave that uh, hack with INFI yeah. uh, hmm. test. Yeah,
0: hmm. I know.
1: So after that like i was referring some platforms like
0: for coding basically
1: uh yes for coding i was like using platforms like hacker rank hmm. and code chef
0: yeah yeah
1: so and for companies like tcs uh, and even infosys uh, the coding rounds were like very simple as compared hmm. to like what we expected
0: yes basically um what do you think about data structures, which is the key important thing in a placement journey? Uh,
1: yes, so data structure is very important or rather it is vital. Hmm. Uh, if you are, if you want to build something uh, hmm. like from scratch, and even if you just want to like crack some interviews, so data structure is like the most favorite subject of like all interviews. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> along with uh, there are some questions from like OS, uh, operating systems or uh, object-oriented programming or computer networks all those DBMS but data structures is the key where for all coding rounds there will be definitely data structure let's say uh, companies like TCS infosys wipro capgemini these take very basic data structures array list or uh, linked list tag queue but Uh, some top-end companies like uh, fang or uh, huge companies they definitely uh, focus more on graph tree uh, all those complex data structures uh, very much so if you want to crack any uh, high-level interview do start studying data structures from like third year (laughs) maybe before that (laughs) depends upon you
1: even I feel that for our batch, the Awareness was not there for mm. like uh, competitive coding or data yes. structures. Nowadays, the awareness is like like students even from first year itself start like competitive <laughs> coding and data structures. But like we were like very cool at that yes. time. Yes,
0: yes. I remember this. We basically were not taught like we were not in, introduced to competitive coding anyhow yes. uh, throughout like Definitely. until we were we directly sat for placements. So, uh, but a few months before that, uh, I remember I had written this mail to our HOD that uh, there should be competitive coding introduced to our batch and uh, there should be specific lectures allocated just for competitive coding so that people can go uh, to labs and start coding, start through this uh, or there can be someone to guide us. I never pursued that and even I don't think college pursued that for us. (laughs) But yes, uh, just after that, for the last semester, we were forced to do internship, project, two subjects, (laughs) and pass those subjects also. But it was a very uh, like chaotic process because we were doing internship with persistent for like six months entirely. That was easy stuff, but still some had to go through very rigorous internship. Uh, And parallelly, we were doing our mega project for the uh, For the computer science, entire the whole mega project of engineering that we have to submit. What project did you do uh, in final semester? Uh,
1: In final semester, like we did the project of online proctoring system. Mm -hmm. Uh, for like since uh, there was lockdown and also everything was going online, Mm -hmm. especially exams. So, in order to like track the candidate,
0: monitor the candidate, to
1: basically monitor, like supervise. The mm, candidate, mm. whether he or she is doing any malpractice or so. Okay. So we designed that project. Mm. We we used Python for that and machine learning.
0: Yeah.
1: So we developed a standalone like a computer program for okay. Windows, mm-hmm. which were like using the webcam of mm, the laptop mm. to like take a continuous video of the candidate and using the uh, using libraries for like image processing and all. Mm. So. We trained a very basic model for that to find out whether the candidate is like looking away from the screen or like using a phone.
0: (laughs) Nice. But uh, was it implemented till the execution level?
1: Uh, Yes, it was like fully functional.
0: Oh, nice. uh, Till. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. But uh, you might have used these uh, libraries. Uh, pre-existing for Python this was entirely I assume was done in Python
1: yes 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 it was like uh, done fully in Python mm-hmm. uh, even for the graphical user interface we used a library of Python okay and we use like a commonly used machine learning libraries like OpenCV mm-hmm. and CV mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: you have pretty much interest in full stack development any specific advice you would like to give to the listeners who would want to be a software developers in future, product developers basically, and follow the full stack journey. So would you like to explain in short, in a minute or two about full stack development?
1: Uh, Full stack Mm -hmm. development is like, like basically everything you need to, everything you need to do to create a fully functional product.
0: Right from scratch.
1: Right from scratch. Mm -hmm. Like it includes all backend, frontend.
0: Yeah. Connecting those, showing it on customer side user uh, background admin side all those things
1: so for that like you need to have like very good understanding of data structures mm-hmm. even you need to have some uh, knowledge of system design
0: of course mm-hmm. okay um, moving on you cracked one of the toughest interviews for persistent for our batch it was one of the toughest companies to get mm-hmm. into uh, and I guess you got into uh, Infosys too, right?
1: Uh, no, like earlier I had given the TCS uh, Code Vita oh, okay, competition okay. was there, mm-hmm. so I had sele- I got selected into TCS also, mm. but uh, I chose to
0: go with persistent systems. Yes. Yeah. Great. How, how is the experience working for a MNC like persistent? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the experience is uh, the experience so far is very smooth
0: okay and what do you think uh, like the whole training period or the first 6 months being in the company how was it
1: actually since we started uh, started in personal system as an intern mm-hmm. there were 6 months of internship yeah so like it was like The internship was like very simple, very simple and basic. Mm. So, like they gave us training on like a technology for like around two months. Yeah. That too on a very moderate level. Mm -hmm -hmm. And after that, like we did a mini project as such in a group of like five six people. Yes. And after that, since our real project started, it was like already six months
0: into the company. Yeah, along with academics and the way I know you through these three last three, four years, uh, you have been a very, uh, uh, the entire profile of your Instagram is filled with photos. Uh, you follow photography as a hobby. How, how is it? Like, uh, do you go on trips just to click photos or?
1: I am not like a very serious photographer as such. Like hmm. uh, in our day to day life, like when we I see some like uh, photogenic subjects or so then I click like some random abstract
0: photos. Hmm. Any any motivation do you have like uh, everyone follows this uh, routine of getting up going to office working around or uh, like doing studies keeping on improving yourself. So that's everyone does something day in day out what is your like motivation to wake up every day and go through the entire process <laughs>
1: <laughs> the motivation is like very simple like the motivation that i have is like i have read like someone's quote that you don't need to do different things mm-hmm. but like do the things do the little things differently
0: okay mm. so mm. even
1: if you get one better yeah you will end up being like
0: if you are consistent enough you'll end up being way far ahead from the people who are not yes, consistent you would have ever mm. imagined yeah yeah totally uh, great it was amazing talking with you going through like uh, the entire engineering <laughs> process again and you and me uh, we were in the same engineering college and we are working in the same company but today we are meeting after like two and a half years? Yes, easily. <laughs> <laughs> easily. But being in the same company, we are meeting like after two and a half years. So, this is what lockdown has done. <laughs> this is what COVID has it done. It has
1: like changed our lives forever.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's good to meet people and get to know them back from college days, get to know these experiences all throughout. Uh, hopefully, companies will start soon. and we'll be able to go back to our company that we have never seen (laughs) working for it. So, yeah, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being here.
1: And thank you for giving me this opportunity to like express my thoughts.
0: Of course, of course. Thank you everyone for listening to the entire podcast. Keep on listening to Unboxing Stories.